This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to the one and only G Podcast. Tommy B's in the building every week. We do news, politics, pop culture. The piping hot tea from Tanya B and more on Amazon Music. Check us out on your Echo. Oh, damn. I activated my Echo. <laughs> Let me stop. Uh, use your Echo smart device and just say, you know the name. Play This Is The G Podcast. I can't say the A word right now because she might light up and just start telling y'all my business. So what's up, y'all? Just got to say hello to uh, Vi in the building. Hello, Vi. How you doing? I'm doing fine, my brother. Tanya B, I'm not going to get into you know what I normally get into because we have company right now so um and i gotta say hello to tanya b is in the building tanya b how you doing i'm fine i'm fine i'm fine <laughs> that's good and our special guest i mean you know you know of course we have news coming up with syracuse mike uh also but before we get into that we, we're going to skip kind of move things around because i'm honored to have some folks in the building let me give them a little bit of applause before i get rolling I see Vince the Voice Bailey, who's been not yes, necessarily, sir. you're not necessarily like a guest. You're like part of the family because you've been on the show before. You know, I you know, y'all don't call me no more, man. <laughs> How come you don't call me anymore? <laughs> you know, don't say that because we'd be calling you next week. And, 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 you know, this is her first time. So, you know, we're going to be gentle with you uh, and give her an applause. <laughs> the one, the only. <laughs> Makiba Reed Johnson. <laughs> Makiba, how you Thank doing? Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank and you know what, Makiba? Hang on, hang on, Makiba. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Thank it, you. Thank make, you. Make it super official. And, and Makiba and, and, and Vince host just a, a phenomenal podcast, the podcast we all need. <laughs> and I definitely need it. I listen to it every Wednesday night and then I download cool. it and I get it every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. Your Black Mental Matters podcast. They've done a phenomenal job. Makiba Reed, uh, Masters of Public Health, Masters of Public Administration, Bachelor of Social Work. So all that stuff that Vince don't know, she know. <laughs> you know, Vince is an excellent host. But but, you know, Makiba, Makiba, does, does Makiba bring the smarts? Fence. Hey, you, you uh, peep really my game don't. already. You peep my game, man. Um, <laughs> I get free therapy every week. I know. Uh, we, we do the show because she is so knowledgeable and caring and really wants to make a difference. So all I can say is, first of all, happy Emotional Wellness Month to yes. you and your listeners. Yes. And, Let's um, give it up. And, and I know it's some crazy times and we got the election coming up and we got COVID yeah. and you Kids is at home and it's just all crazy, right? So you know, you you, you you have set it up for me. You you have set this up for <laughs> me, Vince. And and the reason I asked you guys on the show, really, not just because you're part of the Castropolis Podcast Network and you can be found there, especially as, as, as also Amazon Music. You guys are on you know part of the uh, Amazon Music mm -hmm. Podcast Network as well. But Astropolis, yes. My question hey. is and, and I'm just gonna dive right in. Um black folks, how can we maintain our mental health during all this time all these times? I mean, you know, we we host this podcast every week. You know, I'm not going to get into just the extra, you know, icing on the cake that Vi has to deal with with the Falcons. I'm not even going to get into that. You know, we <laughs> we we just going to we're going to deal with the real stuff. You know, how do y'all deal with that? How do you how do, hey, look at him? Look at him leaning back in the chair. But how how do we <laughs> how do we how do we how do we deal with this? You know, we got the orange guy. You know, the orange super mm -hmm. spreader. You know, and, and everything that's going on with the, you know, the avoidance of important health information that they're not giving us. I'll, I'll start with, you know, I'll throw it to you, McKeeba, and you and Vince. Tell, mm -hmm. you know, give us some tips. Help us out. We, we need some help. Well, sure. Well, definitely. Well, Vince and I have little mini meltdowns uh, once a week mm -hmm. on the phone with, <laughs> with each other. Just, just concerning this, and we kind of have to decompress before each podcast that we do. Because it's it's overwhelming sometimes just to get through just what you were talking about, Thomas, with everything that's going on with the news and the election. So I think that just for, for, for me, 
a one of the most important tips I would give for black people is to start making it a point to create a financial plan for yourself and mm. for your family. I, I think we as black people really need to start looking at how dependent we are upon some system saving us. Mm. And it's the same system that we're having the issues with. And I think that that's part of the problem. And that when we start to feel a little bit more independent and it could be just something as, as simple as just setting a budget or just realizing the impact that the black dollar has on American capitalism and start putting that money back into our own pockets and paying yourself, um, you know, a, a salary, um, you know, out of your, your, your paycheck, even if you are, 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 are dealing with hard times right now, it's important to start realizing that you have to, as black people, we've got to become more self-sufficient with our monies and keeping them in our own communities and creating 529 plans for our kids so they're not struggling to try to figure out how to pay for college. There are a lot of different steps that we need to start doing financially that will kind of help offset this feeling of always being at the whim of, okay, well, the government's got to come in or we're waiting for this candidate that's going to come in now and fix everything because it's probably not going to happen even if the outcome for the election is something that we want with Biden. Mm -hmm. It's still going to be the same thing that we're going to have to face, you know, you know, for a, a certain period of time before we get this thing right. Wow. Wow. That is good. Vince, you know, how, how do you how do you support that, man? Well, I support, you know, what 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 she's uh, what Bakiba has has laid out. Um, uh, and, and it's so very true. I mean, thank God uh, that, you know, doing OK during this time period, because a lot of people are hurting because of that. They don't have resources. I mean, it's it's a hard time. And so I really. Uh, for me, man, really try to get in it. It's I guess sometimes it, it, it's the whole stigma around all this all, all together. I mean, if you uh, have some type of mental stress or problem or uh, uh, diagnosis or something, it's something that we don't talk about. Mm -hmm. It's something that we're not going to share. And um, that's a part of the healing process. That's a way that you get through these things right there. If you talk to somebody, you think often that you're the only one that's going through uh, maybe the financial challenge or your kids or this, that, and the other. And it's, it's, it's so almost simple that it's, that it's stupid because it just comes down to how you feel about things. Yeah. You can let it, you know, grind inside you and you spend all day watching uh, every newscast and blow by blow, or you can get outside and, and water your grass or something, you know, <laughs> and, and really, Find ways to uh, get that get that release. You know, simple words like uh, you know, uh, uh, positive of, of uh, emotions. Who, what man do you know talks about emotions? Mm. Uh, you know how they feel about something, mm. um, and and trying to get that sense of calm and balance in your life because otherwise, this stuff. I'm watching the ticket right now. We're up to 214,742 deaths in America. Wow. Uh, you know, you're scared to go to the store. Somebody come up behind you without a mask. You jump. Oh. Man. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, Man. But I agree wholeheartedly with, uh, with what Bakib is saying. And that's, uh, you know, getting some structure in this thing. We have to take ownership of our situation and, and, and support one another. That's why it's so great doing the podcast. At least somebody's talking about, and there are others out there. Somebody's talking about these challenges that we face. Hey, you know what? I was joking around with, with Vi about the Falcons are like, you know, being a Falcons fan is like watching good times. You know, it's like, you know, you, 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 you think they're going to get out. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> so you know, it's they not the Jeffersons, man. They not the Jeffersons. <laughs> it ain't the Jeffersons. Oh hell no, <laughs> it ain't the Jeffersons. It's good times, but but in our lives, man, how do we? How do we? Especially, you know, there are a lot of people who are putting a lot on this upcoming election. Okay, mm -hmm. how can we prepare for disappointment? I mean, because here's my thing. I mean, I look at it from a standpoint of. You know, I don't trust either one of them. So 
I, I'm, I'm in full agreement with you, uh, McKeeb. I think you have to be self-sufficient and be prepared for anything. But there are a lot of mm-hmm. people who have put their eggs completely in one basket. How would you recommend mentally people deal with some shiggity that might go down November 3rd? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? As a psych, cause, cause I'm Absolutely. telling you, let me, let me tell you, let me, let me remind y'all when 45 won in 2016 against Hillary, it was a mm-hmm. mental meltdown the next day. Yeah. You could go out, yeah. go to, I went to work and everybody, I mean, not everybody, there was, you know, some supporters of, the orange Julius guy. But when, when it came down to it, the ones who didn't were just devastated. Devastated. Yeah. So how do you prepare? How would, how would you say, how should people prepare just in case? Well, I'm, I'm going to say, and I I know some people aren't going to like this, but this is just the truth. This is something that my father taught me is that we need to know that we are going to be okay no matter who is president. And I can say that because, yes, of course, we need to continue to call out racial injustice. We need to continue to rally behind the candidate that we think is going to, you know, vouch for us and and, and, and fight for these things that, that we as Black Americans need. But just the reality is that we can't depend upon this election to be the thing that's going to save us long-term. When you look at what we're really up against, white supremacy is Mm. not just about black people. Mm. And that's why this is not something that's going to be solved with just black people and white supremacists. This, this spills over into the Latinx population, the um, Jewish communities as well. This, White supremacy is not sustainable, and we as a, as a culture need to gird ourselves with the strength to know. And I, I hope I can close on your show, and if I can't, Thomas. No, you can't. Hey, out. hey, hey, we, we, <laughs> we, we, you know, we got to talk okay. about the Falcons every week, so we curse all the time. All right. So go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. We have been through shit. We have been through the ringer. Yeah. We have been to hell and back as a people. So we are going to weather this storm as well, no matter what the outcome of this election, say, worst case scenario, we get Trump for four more years. Maybe that's what this country needs to get their shit together, Mm -hmm. because Trump was an eye opener. And there are a lot of what we what we don't talk about. There are a lot of quiet, embarrassed white people that want him out of office, too. Mm -hmm. And they're embarrassed to make all the noise. The noisemakers are his supporters. So we as a we as a community need to understand and brace ourselves for the worst. Are you ready for four more years of Trump? Can, can, if it happens, it's going to be something that we're going to have to live with. And that's why we need to come together and start talking about important things like our mental health, like our financial status, our, you know, taking care of our debt to income ratios, taking care of our families, making sure that we're having conversations with our kids about you know, their mental health, there are things that we need to be looking at and working on no matter who the damn president is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, and when we're talking about, uh, I'll just bring it back down to that basic thing again about just feelings and how you deal with situations, how it's handed to you. Okay. Now you have a decision, what you going to, are you going to protest or are you going to uh, prosper? And, mm. um, I was someone was telling me the other day uh, the what's the restaurant plug for a uh, slutty vegan. I'm not vegan, yeah. but I understand during this time <laughs> a grew up so big that she about to open up like 13 food trucks and locations and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard a statistic mm-hmm. or, or, uh, or on uh, a, a thing about if uh, Jeff Bezos of uh, Amazon woke up this morning feeling generous and gave all 870,000 employees $105,000, he would still have the amount of money he started this year with. Mm. So there are people who are killing it during this time. There's opportunity and chaos, you know, and I think that helps the mental state because I haven't been through enough. I can't sit there and just dwell, you know, and and sit up in the room. If you have some challenges with mental health, you know, you got to keep you got to keep it moving. And uh, when tragedy and all those things strike, you know, you you have to keep it moving. So it's going to be 
you know, can't buy bullets right now. What's that all about? All the bullets is, is sold out. It's, it's a deep situation. How do you know that? Wait, hold <laughs> on. How, how do you know? <laughs> Give me a fifth. Give me a fifth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tanya B, you're in the building. I got to ask Tanya B. Oh, Tanya no. B, you got any thoughts? Not not on not on Vince's brown liquor and and bullets. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good say. That'd be a great song. A brown liquor and bullets. Hey, <laughs> you like that? Hey, that should be the title of the podcast. There you go. <laughs> Tanya B. Tanya B. You got any? You got any? Any, like any thoughts or any any questions? You want to weigh in? I know you do. <laughs> go ahead. But, you know, here's one uh, a question I did want to ask, and you know, just in looking at, you know, um, I guess maybe famous people, and you know, you have you know the terms bipolar that weren't used for years, and schizophrenic, and all these other different um, terms that identify different, I guess, levels of mental illness. You know, we didn't know when Martin Lawrence was running around in hundred hundred degree weather in a sweatsuit till he passed out. We didn't know that he had, you know, he was bipolar. Um, no, interestingly enough, um, Jennifer Lewis is on Uncensored tonight on TV One, and she's going to be talking about her bipolar disorder and you know what her journey's been like. And I think it's awesome that people like her, uh, you know, come forward and you know and share their stories. And then you look at someone like uh, TV show host Sharon Osbourne, who said she contemplated suicide four months ago. And I also I remember when Janet was at the height of all things Janet, like in the late 90s, early 2000s, and she reveals she was depressed. And I said, how in the heck can oh, she be depressed? Yeah. She, you know, she yeah. has all those trappings that, you know, people think make you happy, but yet she yeah. says she's depressed. And so with mm-hmm. that said, when you get people, you know, like a Janet, you know, to a point like a Martin, even Jennifer Lewis, whether it's a family member or a friend, is there a way that you can detect some signs when somebody is faking the funk, like everything is okay when it's really not okay, because they think it's not okay to say, I'm not okay. Good question. Mm-hmm. Good question. Right. What y'all mm-hmm. got? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. What will that? Go ahead. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, no, I was going to say that you know, that's why these conversations are, are so important right now that we're having, especially in, in, in the black community, is because we've, we've equated financial success with, with happiness and, and joy. And so we don't think that when we are out there striving for these kinds of things as, as black people and we achieve them, that we, there's this automatic level of expectation of, well, this person is doing fine, they're happy, they have everything that they need. And that's something that we as, as Black people have, have been kind of taught is how you, you grind and you get and you attain and you achieve the status and then you've made it. And that's why so many Black people, especially now celebrities, are coming out and saying, I'm not happy. And these things have not nourished my soul because these are just things that I've got some internal stuff that I need to work on. And that's why I, I applaud these celebrities for coming out and, and, and giving other people a, a platform to also say, yeah, I feel the same way. I mean, and, and it's, it's extremely enlightening for people to, to think about, okay, if Janet Jackson is sitting up in her mansion depressed, imagine how just the common black person that's going through all this stuff that's dealing with the racism and you're driving down the street and getting pulled over and you I mean just all these internal things that 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 we see you know in, in the media that we are internalizing with ourselves you know and you don't have all those resources that these celebrities have so I I think it's you know it's it, it's that starting point of just having the dialogue and I commend celebrities for coming out and, and, and being honest with their diagnoses. Excellent. Vi, I'm going to throw the last question to you. Vi, you got a you got a final question, man, for Black Mental Matters? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess the way I deal with it, like you say, uh, I just treat it like on my deployments that uh, you just got to be smart. And I just believe that uh, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. I mean, mm-hmm. you have to you have to set things, set things where they're going to be. Be smart about it and live your life as you are as you plan on doing, I mean, do what you're supposed to do and you know, don't expect the worst. Just do what you're supposed to do and, uh, and live smart. Vi, you've been deployed how many times? 
uh, twice. Yeah, yeah. You were in. Uh, and I'm just, yeah. I just a firm believe if it was going to happen, it's going to happen. Yeah. Where were you Thank deployed, you. by the way? Afghanistan. I uh, went to Iraq. Uh, twice. Okay, Iraq. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thank you. Thank you uh, for your service. Yeah, you know. Thank you. Yeah. Kanye B, you had you had said, you know, are there some signs and, and they're definitely signs and, and for us, you know, in our black community, we have those sayings like, Oh, you know, if a if a young man is crying, you know, he's not sad, he just needs to man up, you know, or oh, yeah. he's tripping all, all right, the suck time. It up. You know, we, we we yeah, yeah, we use terms like he tripping, but no, he is confused. And if a brother is confused, that may be a sign of mental uh, illness or if he's depressed for a long period of time. You see him one day, he, he pumped up, and then the next day he low, low you know, to the ground, not hanging around no more. Used to call you every day, and now you don't hear from them. You need to check on your peeps, uh, changing the eating habits or, or sleeping habits, uh, just all of a sudden outbursts of anger. Uh, talking about some stuff that's kind of far out there, you know, man. You know, what if we ate these worms? Like, Hold up, now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and and please, this is so serious for all of us and me particular. Mm-hmm. If anyone in your, you know, t- brings up the uh, topic of of suicide, that's a thing where you are immediately. Uh, to assist them, yeah. you don't you don't let it go. You know, the, hey man, you talk no. You let's go get some help. If you don't know what to do, where to take them, uh, you, you got to jump right in it uh, and, and 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 help. And so uh, there are there's a lot of information out there for those that are interested in in mental health and and recognizing the signs and even volunteer opportunities. Makiba works with the crisis text line and suicide prevention line and things like that. So for those that are interested, especially our black folks, we need more therapists and people that look like us in the field to begin with. Mm. Get our young people. It can be a thriving career is greatly needed. And we appreciate you giving us this opportunity to talk about it here on the G podcast. Hey man, you know, I got, I got to say this too. Um, Vince, uh, Vince has dealt with suicide in his own family. If if you listen to his podcast and you follow, how many you've, you've had folks within your immediate family, you lost brothers. I lost my brother and my dad. And your dad. Yeah. And and that definitely without a doubt, you know, it it has impact on, on how you see the world and how you maybe view what another or hear what, what another person says, man. So, you know, kudos to you. And, and I remember when, when Vince and I first started talking about the podcast, I said, well, why, why do you want to do this? And, and, you know, you'd mentioned that that was one of the main reasons you wanted to pursue it, man. And how many you looking at? You guys have done 50 episodes now. Over? 50. 50? <laughs> yeah, let, 50. Let, let me go on and there you go. And. Of course, you got it. <laughs> but hey, y'all, hey, you know, Vince and, and Makiba, y'all keep doing the great things. How can people connect with y'all? You know, uh, well, we definitely we have the website, uh, uh, blackmiddlematters.com, and, and uh, we have the library of episodes there. Of course, on social media, uh, Instagram, Facebook, our LinkedIn. Makiba is on top of. She is, you know, she business. She got those letters behind her name, and I'm, I'm just finding stuff out. All <laughs> wow, that's cool. Makiba, she's rocking. And uh, LinkedIn is off the chain with a, a, a number of connections, and we're getting, uh, you know, correspondence from people all over the country and outside the country. So it's a beautiful thing. Uh, Black Mental Matters at Black Mental Matters is. Did I miss anything, Makiba? Uh, we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. There you go. Excellent. Hey, and and Makiba, I didn't know this. Mm-hmm. I did not know this, Vince, that she she's married to one of like my high school buddies from way back in the day. <laughs> say hello, say hello to your your your, your husband, and you know, yes. and and get, tell him tell him I said hello, and you I- know. I yeah. sure will, he married. He married up. Way up. <laughs> he knows this. Too. He knows how you. There you they go. There you go. <laughs> Tell him every day. Thanks, Thomas. <laughs> All right, Makiba Vince, y'all. Thank you so much. God bless. And you, you know what? I got. I got to just do it again because y'all do such a phenomenal job. I don't. I don't wore out my air horn. My air horn don't air horn don't even work anymore. Uh-oh. So, but it's all good. <laughs> yeah, can I say something? Say what? Go ahead. Go ahead, Vi. Go ahead, man. Yeah, I like to say what they what they're doing is great because uh, that's the problem with black men. Because I used to be that same same way, asking for help. 
Yeah. We always thought uh, when you need help or uh, a sense of psychology, we thought that was a black folk thought as a normal thing that's weak. Mm. Uh, we always mm. said that's a white man thing, but that is wrong. Mm-hmm. I found that I, through my time, through my deployment, through the death of my wife, that uh, that is not mm. that is not a weak. Mm. It is not wrong for a black man. It's not wrong for a black man to cry. If you feel it, you need to cry. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. you do more damage by not crying. That's right. And you do more damage by yourself by not seeking mental help. Because sometimes you just need to, you just need to talk to somebody. Yeah. Not necessarily mm-hmm. need, you need an answer. You just need to talk to somebody. And, and by you talking to somebody, you hear yourself talking. And that might, that helps you sometimes. So mm-hmm. what they're doing is great, especially for young black men or any young black man, old black man. We need to get rid of that thinking that we don't need help and it's weak for us to see psychiatry. It just is wrong to think that way. And I, and I, for one, used to be that type of person. Yeah. Not believing, mm-hmm. showing their feelings. Wow. Not showing. Used to teach my son, grown men don't cry, you know. But I know that's wrong. And I taught him that early at, after my deployment. He realized, that's no, it's not wrong to cry. Yeah. Mm. Good deal. You got it, show it. Wow. It's Thank you right. for sharing that. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. And that was extremely well put. Thank you. Excellent. Excellent. Hey, y'all. It, um, didn't, it didn't cost a dime or take no skin off. That's what I'm trying to tell these fellas. You feel better after you get out. Hey, can't nobody come with no surprises. I'd have told it all. Like, whatever. What you going to do next? <laughs> so true. So true. Vincent Makiba. Hey, y'all. Thank you so much. Keep up the great work. Thank and, you. Um, Thank you. Thanks for being on the God G bless. podcast. Take, take care now, y'all. Hey, we're going to go to break and uh, we'll come back right after right after break with some news and uh, and and do what we do on the G podcast. We'll be right back. It's football season. And this is the G podcast wants to hook you up with Carl Banks G3 sports gear, courtesy of the man himself, two time NFL champion and New York Giants analyst Carl Banks. And it's easy as one, two, three, one. Go to castropolis.net. That's C-A-S-T-R-O-P-O-L-I-S dot net. Click the register to win button and fill in your info. Follow this is the G podcast. Podcast on social media and listen on your favorite podcast platform. Three, listen to This Is The G Podcast during our live taping Sunday, October 18th, 6 p.m. Eastern at castropolis.net. Our special guest, two times champion, legendary New York giant Carl Banks will announce the winner. It's as easy as one, two, three. Go to castropolis.net for details. Win official G3 gear, courtesy of NFL champion Carl Banks and your favorite podcast. Alexa, play This Is The G Podcast. Getting This Is The G Podcast podcast from Amazon Music. News team, assemble! It's time for the Week in News with Syracuse Mike. President Trump took what some are calling a joyride Sunday to wave at supporters outside of Walter Reed Medical Center. The president is being treated at the hospital for coronavirus. Plus, he recorded another video. It's been a very interesting journey. I learned a lot about COVID, and I get it, and I understand it. Doctors are now acknowledging that the president's condition is more serious than the White House has previously indicated. It's a determination of the team, based predominantly on the timeline from the initial diagnosis, that we initiate dexamethasone. Dr. Sean Conley and others on the president's medical team said the president had trouble breathing Saturday morning and had started the drug, which is used only for severe and critical cases of COVID-19. Now, we really don't know a lot about the president's condition, but Conley is trying to clear things up and explains why he has appeared to be evasive. I was trying to reflect the the, uh, the upbeat attitude that the team, the president, that his course of illness has had. Um, I didn't want to give uh, any uh, any information that might uh, steer the uh, the course of illness in another direction. Uh, and in doing so, uh, you know, it came off uh, that we were trying to hide something, which wasn't mm, necessarily mm, true. Mm, Former mm. Vice President Joe Biden continues to campaign while wishing the president a speedy recovery. However, Biden and his aides are using this time to push a consistent campaign message that Biden would handle the pandemic better than Trump. By the way, Biden tested negative again Sunday. President Trump faced new criticism for removing his mask Monday when he returned to the White House during a photo op and for urging Americans not to fear the COVID-19 disease that has killed more than 210,000 people in the country. Don't let it dominate you. Don't be afraid of it. You're going to beat it. That audio is from a White House video after the president's return from Walter Reed Medical Center. 
Joe Biden quickly hit back on Twitter with side-by-side images of him donning a mask and Trump removing his. The caption said, masks matter. They save lives. President Trump will continue to be treated and closely monitored by doctors at the White House, which has an intensive care unit on site. There was a vice presidential debate. Plexiglass was installed to guard against coronavirus infection. Vice President Mike Pence and Senator Kamala Harris were also placed 12 feet away from each other. President Trump's battle with COVID-19, his age and the age of his Democratic challenger, Joe Biden, was one of many topics discussed along with the recent coronavirus outbreak at the White House. President Trump kind of backed away from his announcement that he was ending negotiations over a new coronavirus economic aid package. Mr. Trump has indicated he wants Congress to approve a standalone bill that would authorize a second round of $1,200 checks. Getting that done this close to Election Day may be a challenge. The Senate will be back in session until next week. The director of the FBI said weeks ago extremist groups were a problem in the U.S. And now we have proof. Thirteen people, including seven men associated with the Wolverine Watchmen Militia Group, have been arrested for multiple plots to kidnap the governor of Michigan and attack the state capitol building. Here's Governor Gretchen Whitmer. When I put my hand on the Bible and took the oath of office 22 months ago, I knew this job would be hard. But I'll be honest, I never could have imagined anything like this. There was even a threat to kill Whitmer, who was a Democrat and frequent target of President Trump. U.S. Attorney Matthew Schneider. All of us in Michigan can disagree about politics, but those disagreements should never, ever amount to violence. Schneider said the arrest should send a message that violence will not be tolerated. That's crazy. You know what? They need to change their names from like the Wolverine, what is it, Wolverine, uh, whatever they call it, Watchman Wolverine, to like Elma Fudd, Bugs Bunny, or some some shit like that. The, the, you know what I'm saying? I mean, some, you know, how, what makes you think you ain't going to get away? What makes you think you're going to get away with something like that? I'm a kid. Oh, we go, let's go kidnap the governor. What? My thing is, if they hadn't, if they hadn't uh, broadcast on Facebook, they would, that's a good chance. They would, they would, they would at least attempted it. I mean, but, but you know what? I mean, I, and, and Governor Whitner, Whitmer said the perfect thing, you know, this goes back to leadership and dog and his dog whistle to these groups, you know, that emboldens them to go try something, quite frankly, that wasn't going to work. It, and, and the way that, uh, you know, even the FBI had said they weren't even close. I mean, they, they weren't getting close to it, but it's just the fact that they even tried it. So, you know, and then, you know, and then this guy has the gall to go out and attack the woman on the same night that this is announced on Twitter. It's just amazing, man. I, I, I mean, you know, that's why we need Black Mental Matters right now, because <laughs> dealing with this kind of shit, it's like, what? You know, and then you've got, you know, the leader of the free free world world out there just holding it up. So, you know, uh, you know I hate, kudos to the FBI for catching, you know, I can't say catching because everybody's catching at the White House right now. You and know, the that, worst thing about it, Trump ain't sitting in the back. Oh no, no. I mean, outside of outside of the fact that he's been attacking the you know governor of Michigan. So, but <laughs> but the other thing about you know the the whole COVID disaster that's happening at the White House, Tanya B. I know you. I know this is like Tanya B. Is it, is it like the T? Like <laughs> you know who got it next? You know who's you know what I'm saying? I need that. I need that meme, the music for who's next because they dropping like flies. Do you agree? Yes, absolutely. And there's someone else that I'm going to add to the prayer list this week that has been diagnosed with coronavirus. So we got to wait. We got to wait for the tea. Okay. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> Damn. Okay. But but I heard uh, as we as we uh, as we take the podcast, Chris Christie, who was in the hospital for about a week, he's been released. Um, not too much news. The, the problem is that. Now they're not giving the exact, the last negative test from the president. So you know what that means. Basically, we don't know how long he had it. Yeah. How long? We don't, we don't really know because we don't have the results of the last negative test. They refuse to give it. They're not being transparent about anything, even with the fact that he's out there saying, 
you know, he's cured, but he's not allowing the doctors to give any anything factual to prove he's cured. They're just saying saying he's cured. And, and you know, as you know, with with this administration, you really can't accept what they say unless you have something to back it up because they'll say anything. You know, and right now it's in the middle of a campaign. So, you know, any any other thoughts on, on the week? I mean, except, you know, I, the interesting thing for me and I'll throw it to y'all was the fly on Pence's head, the, the fly in the eye. You know, so basically, you know, the, the fly landed on his on his on that white head. And, you know, everybody could see it, you know, with that with his hair being as white as it is. And then his eye, you know, a lot of a lot of people are saying that he's he's sick. He's been sick. You know, so, uh, you know, it's just interesting. Allegedly sick. So, yes, I'll throw that in. You know what? The fly the fly was a a moment for a lot of great comic relief, a lot of great memes. And I don't know if you watched SNL last night, but they did a great skit on the fly and even brought Herman Cain back into it. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Wow. That's all I got to say. It's just, you know, thank God for Vincent Makiba during these times. That's all I got to say. Anything else with, with the hard news, y'all, before we get on to the tea? No. Mm-mm. <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> Damn. What a week. That's all I got to say. Term limits, please. Mm-hmm. Third party for black people, please. We'll be talking about that next year. Now then, children, it's time for tea. It's tea time, y'all. Sipping the tea with Tanya B. Let's do it, girl. You know what time it is. Okay, we well, this is this is some tea this week. So uh, I guess by uh, since you are the first deacon to the left, uh, I'll let you spin the wheel. This week we've got the ratchet, the ridiculous. We've got a couple of right on moments, and then we've got what I call the rad moments, and that is rappers who are dumb. Which so, one you want, Vi? Spin it. Just choose it. I'm gonna do something different this time. Let's go with the ridiculous. All right, here we go. <laughs> oh, I got a lot of ridiculous. <laughs> I got a lot. See, ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous. Uh, okay, first ridiculous. See, ridiculous. Okay, Ooh, ridiculous and rappers who are dumb is really uh, literally cross pollinating here. Uh, what was that you said you wanted? Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Oh, ridiculous. Got- what was that you wanted? Ridiculous. Uh, ridiculous. Okay. Okay. Ridiculous. Uh, Tory Lanes can't get deported until they charge him with the felonies. Uh, that's ridiculous enough. Ridiculous. Uh, former Real Housewife of Atlanta, Nene Leakes, trying to push up on rapper Rick Ross with his new chiclet teeth. Uh, mm. Let's see. Ridiculous. Future and Lori Harvey getting together. Don't know that. That's ridiculous. No, that's like it should be a who cares moment. But she was supposed to be out with Akon's brother, but allegedly the pregnancy rumors are uh, have come up again. And if that's the case, uh, this will be baby number eleven, and she'll be baby mama number ten. Okay, mm. there's some ridiculousness for you. There you go. But it gets better. So okay, bye. Spin again. Oh, Ratchet, we ain't got to spin no more. <laughs> <laughs> Just go Ratchet. It's all Ratchet. You, you... Okay, Ratchet. Let's see. Oh, Cardi B said that Offset's not a bad man. He's just a dumbass. Uh, you know, I said, I got to give it to her. She doesn't speak the King's English, but when she speaks, she speaks from her heart and it comes out the way it comes out. So, you know, you don't, you don't get it. You know, you don't, it's not misconstrued. And now he says he misses her and he went out and bought, uh, a billboard somewhere in Atlanta, I guess maybe up near where they live, um, saying, you know, I love you, mommy, from her daughter, Culture, who's two, who would have no idea what a billboard is. <laughs> and allegedly, Cardi B has a new boyfriend, a new boo, I should say. But then again, we've got this, you know, the ratchet of, you know, the rumors again about Offset having a baby on the way. Cardi said, you grow apart. You just get tired of fighting. And I'm tired of him cheating on me. Here he's been out there, raw dog on a few chicks. So, Either he'll end up with more kids or his stuff's going to fall off. But the thing is, what people don't realize in Georgia, he can say, I can't afford to pay child support. And I just say, ask Whitney Houston, because when Bobby Brown couldn't pay child support in Georgia, it's the household income. And that's Mm. how Whitney ended up paying Bobby Brown's child support. So in this case, Cardi B could end up paying Offset's child support. Wow. 
and that's just the way the law is. I think it's janky, but that's the law in Georgia. Sure. What's okay, next? don't all talk at once. Okay, uh, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> let's more ratchet. Uh, <laughs> we just waiting on you, girl. To tell you about how uh, Tiger, uh, he's got a baby by one of those Kardashian Jenner girls, but uh, he was he was with Black China too. Mm, okay, he has a baby by her. Um, and uh, let's see. Okay, and um. Then he has a fans only page. You know, now that these artists can't tour, they've got to do something to make money. And if you go in and, and pay for the fans only account, you can see a picture of his junk. And he got some junk in the front of his trunk because I saw the picture. Ooh, do Jesus. He's breaking somebody's back. But um, you can also see pictures of him um, doing things that people do to themselves that they should keep to themselves. And there's also <laughs> a sex tape of him out there with this young girl who's 19 years old. Her name is Bella Porch. I don't do TikTok, so I don't know her. But depending on what state they're in, uh, wouldn't that be considered against the law if it's a state where the age of consent is 21? I thought it was all over 18, I think. So we'll see. You know, I don't know. Okay. Well, we have that. Then we have um, NBA Dumboy who got arrested again. You know, there was an arrest of his video shoot last week. And the feds found the following things. What were they? At a video shoot. <laughs> why do you need an, H- an AK-4? Oh, why do you need an AK-47 at a video shoot? Hmm. AK-47, other stolen guns. Uh, let's see. Hydrocodone, Xanax, and a scale. Damn. And $47,000 in cash. If you decide, if you divide that by NBA, young boys, four or five kids, there's some child support money. And of course, he and his attorney <laughs> are saying he was innocent and he didn't do it. Okay. Mm. Oh, boy. What you got next, Tony B? Keep going. Okay, uh, I got to go to a right on moment because um, these people are just doing the most. I want to say right on to uh, Essence Magazine and HBO Max. You know, the, the magazine business is basically, you know, becoming non-existent. You know, our moms and grandmothers grew up with Jet and Ebony. And then in the 70s, you had Essence Magazine that hit the scene. And that was really uh, the magazine for upperly mobile women, primarily you know, African-American women, but just women who are black, brown, and just minorities. And now HBO uh, Max is developing a story about the origin of the magazine and the driving force of Essence Magazine was women mm. who didn't get all the credit that they deserved. And this uh, story, this I guess, miniseries is supposed to really focus on, again, the women who were the driving force and the impact on African-American culture that Essence Magazine had and I say had up until recently the new owners just went through a big thing with sexual harassment inappropriate behavior now all the employees have actually been furloughed with no pay and um, this uh, particular story is being co-executive produced by a gentleman by the name of Edward Lewis who was the co-founder of Essence along with you know the new super producer Will Packer and uh, there's no writer yet but I hope that they need to get a female writer up in you know in the midst of this story to help get the story right. So you've got Lena Waite, you've got Ava DuVernay. There are a lot of talented female writers of color, so I, they need to go get one. But um, at least there'll be, you know, something, you know, official about the history of, of Essence Magazine because we did not get that with Jed and Ebony. I hope so because, you know, the fact that you did mention, you know, with the employees being furloughed, we just don't need another black magazine to completely go under. So I, I, I sincerely hope that, uh, you know, maybe with the exposure, uh, you know, someone will see it who was not aware of the impact and decide to invest uh, some money, come to the rescue. So I, I hope so. I really, I really. Yeah, just, so. just again, yeah. tell the story, mm-hmm. tell it correctly. And please don't try to condense everything into one or even two hours. I think that could very easily be a mini series. Yeah, I agree. No doubt about that. I agree. What else you got? OK, let's. Talk about oh we got to um, send prayers out to uh, Texas rapper Kirko Bangs. Uh, if you're I guess a millennial or maybe a Gen Xer, you may know who he is. He had a couple of hit records. I can't think of one of them at the moment, but he just lost his son. His son was about 18 months old, so I'm sure it must be devastating for any parent to lose a child and lose one that young. So let's send some prayers out to uh, Kirko Bangs and his family. And it was brought to my attention that I'll be sure has gone from the secret garden to the hospital room getting some surgery for an undisclosed ailment. 
Mm. But I'm, I'm hearing some people have said that it might be something relative to a bypass, which I think right now, is that really the most important thing in your life? A bypass? Like a heart bypass? So, no, as in like a uh, gastric bypass. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's getting on the he's thick been, side. He's been eating night and day as well. Yeah. Uh, so, and also want to say get well to uh, Trey Songs, who uh, came forward before anybody could really put him on blast and say that he's been diagnosed with COVID. He thinks it came from, you know, his activities being out there on the front lines, protesting and doing a lot of community service work. Mm. And, you know, he has a young son. So he said he takes it very seriously. And he told people and I give him five on it for this. He said, don't be dumb like the president. This is real. Good. Good. Absolutely. <laughs> Trey. Absolutely. Boy. Um, <laughs> yes. 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 Oh, I want to say congratulations also to uh, Kelly Rowland, best known for being a member of Destiny's Child. She's a. Uh, pregnant with her second child and uh the rapper scarface who has had kidney problems for quite a while and he had covid and he said it almost killed him he has now gone public just google him schmoogle him go to social media he needs a kidney so if any there are any big mm. scarface fans out there bro needs a kidney wow i hope somebody comes to and you know steps I, up. i hope so too. yeah 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 and uh Big Sean, I, I just, I love Big Sean. Aside from the fact, you know, I don't F with you. He's putting, putting Detroit back on the map. But, you know, he came out and said, you know, Kanye needs to stop talking the talk unless he's going to walk the walk because Big Sean said Kanye owes him $3 million and that the contract that Kanye had Big Sean sign to his label was just like the other slave contracts that Kanye talks about he's going to get people out of. Uh, Kanye has yet to give Big Sean back any of his masters and he said he's getting back all of his artists half of their masters. Tiana Taylor said look I just had a baby I don't I, I didn't hear about this but she should get half of her masters back as well as John Legend and uh, Kanye also took half of all of uh, Big Sean's profits and royalties mm, so oh. there's a song out by uh, this uh, this I get like underground if you're really in, in the northeast you know about Benny the Butcher, interesting name. He's got a song out now called Timeless with uh, Lil Wayne and Big Sean. And Big Sean snaps some of the best low grade shade to Kanye about, you know, you say you're so rich, but yet you won't pay me my money. Mm. So, uh, mm. <laughs> mm. get him. <laughs> get him. Yeah, exactly. That's what I say. Get him, get him, get him, get him. Okay, I mean, if you want more, I got more. That's uh, cool. I got. I want to throw something in uh, for the week. Um, you know, it, it's kind of tea related, but you know, since we since we just had guests on, we'll throw this in there. Um, you know, of course, we we watch Lovecraft Country every single week. Last week, no, you was watch Lovecraft. Yeah, you know, but we you know, watch. we I'll watch. watch Fargo. <laughs> but the last episode, I'll watch Fargo, Fargo, Fargo. Yeah, Fargo is still on, I think, Monday night. Jigaboo Boo was the last episode on Lovecraft Country, <laughs> but tonight uh, is Rewind 1921 as we tape the podcast on Sunday. And I just want to give everybody a heads up that October 18th, which is, of course, a week from the taping of this podcast, is going to be the season finale. But again, this week, um, the episode is titled Rewind 1921. And then the season finale is going to be October 18th. The Billboard Music Awards, y'all, is coming up this week, uh, Wednesday, 8 p.m. on NBC. And that's pretty much going to be uh, just a tribute to what's his name? White boy, um, white rapper. Garth Brooks, yeehaw. No, no, no. What's the rapper's name? Because um, uh, he's, he's been killing it all year. Uh, Post Malone. Post Malone uh, you know, is probably going to dominate. When it comes down probably, to awards, probably. yeah, and, and, uh, on, on Billboard, uh, uh, Billie Eilish, yeah, probably. yeah, Billie Eilish, it'll be the Post Malone, Malone Billie Eilish show. It's going to be that their show. Uh, also, nine o'clock Wednesday night, Tyler Perry's Sisters on BET. Uh, if y'all are looking for something for the kids, especially during this craziness that's going on, uh, Sesame Street is on HBO Max. And if you don't have it, get somebody that maybe, you know, you know how you know how we do. You know how we do. HBO Max, uh, The Power of We. And it's a racism special that talks to young people about racism. And kudos to Sesame Street for doing that. But it's yes. going to it's going to debut on Thursday uh, and I think it, what is it Thursday night? But uh, you know, of course, you know it's going to be on demand. So if you don't have a chance to get it, again HBO Max. So you know how we do. You know how we do, y'all. 
Uh, borrow sharing somebody's is vacation. caring. <laughs> sharing is caring. For the kids. It's for the children. And Friday, Shark Tank is back, 8 p.m. And Saturday, I wanted to mention this to y'all. Uh, you know David Byrne from um, the uh, Talking, Talking Heads. Heads. His, yes. uh, tra- his show, I think it was on Broadway, American Utopia, is directed yes. by Spike Lee. And that's going to be Spike Lee, uh, HBO's feature for the week, uh, Saturday on HBO. It's called American Utopia. And they say P- Spike Lee definitely put his spin on it. So check that out. But you know, the biggest thing of the week, y'all, the biggest thing that I'm just like thrilled about and excited about, y'all, I'm, I'm, I'm hitting flips. Boomerang is on Netflix and Showtime. And you know what my favorite line is. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> pow, pow, pow. You've got to coordinate. You've got to coordinate. You know, it's also on, I have a, uh, a couple other channels. So it's on Bounce. So Boomerang. Damn, it's on last, Bounce too? I'd say the last two weeks, Boomerang has been on somewhere, as along with Harlem Nights, every oh. other day. I love Let me tell y'all, the critics were wrong, were so hard. I mean, I'm talking white critics were so hard on Boomerang. And, they didn't get it. They didn't that get wasn't it. their experience. But they as, didn't get House Party either. As a black culture man, the Hudlin brothers put it down, 1992. And, you know, we look back at the cast now. Eddie Murphy, Robin Givens, Halle Berry, David Allen Greer, Martin Lawrence, Eartha Kitt, the later, I think the late Eartha Kitt, uh, Grace yes. Jones, Chris Rock. I mean, it was just phenomenal. My fa- The famous line from Chris Rock First, the fat boys break up. Now this. Now this. My car's a Nova. <laughs> Wham's breaking up. Uh, love should have bought your ass home last night. Uh, and and of course, the soundtrack. Oh, damn. You had End of the Legendary. Road. Love should have bought you home. You know, Johnny Gill, There You Go, PM Dawn, yeah. Die Without You. And you know what? I think one of the few oh. soundtracks that even comes close to Boomerang yeah. for me would be um, Soul Food. And yep. then for old school old school records, uh, Dead Presidents. Yep, Dead Presidents was a phenomenal old school because it had the Al Green stuff on there. It just, yes, uh, Lord. You know that uh, it was, was it 110th Street? Uh, across 110th Street. Uh, it was just man a serious Everything. soundtrack but um yes. also y'all uh damn i'm pissed but ain't no way the lakers gonna lose two in a row y'all don't you know <laughs> ain't no way but you know they what gotta i think get some money they're <laughs> doing it. it for the money absolutely i was just about to say come that because come on because when they went the game uh, before, the green, the, not a green, Mister Wide Open Shot, man. I know the, the fourth, the fourth game of the series, the fourth <laughs> game of the series, right? You know, was the worst rated series uh, game. One of the worst. It was they were down sixty percent year over year. So I knew something was up. I'm like, damn, they're gonna have to make that money up. Lo and behold, <laughs> there you go. It, only, it's gonna be rated low tonight. Yeah, I just you know they got a football game tonight. Yeah, I mean, they're going against the NFL. Yeah, it's just COVID. It's COVID land, <laughs> COVID nineteen world, y'all. But as we tape the podcast, um, the uh, you know, of course, uh, Miami and LA will play this Sunday night. Uh, and if um, the, there's a possibility of of a game seven on Please, Tuesday no, night, same game. I just hope it's the man up, Anthony Davis. Damn, man up, huh? Anthony Davis. Man, what is up? Let me ask you, Vi, because you know we didn't get into your foul. <laughs> We didn't get in, uh, just a just a just a couple of minutes here, Tanya B. If you if you will, if you will, <laughs> if you will, let me, his eyebrow. Let, me, let me go. Just all right. Let's talk about the Falcons for a minute. Should they? <laughs> excuse me, excuse me. Let's laugh about. Let's the laugh Falcons. about the Falcons. Okay. <laughs> Let's laugh. We talk about the Falcons again. It's, I've, it's made just, peace with, I've made peace with that now. <laughs> oh, you okay? Good, good. Your mental health. I'm not gonna mess with your mental health. Okay, I cool. would get upset if we start winning. Yeah, I would too. Because right now, at this point, just get a draft pick. Just lose. Yeah. Just lose. But you, start over. Yeah, just Find lose. Coach, get a draft get a new coach. Quarterback get for new, the first and second. There pick you go. And trade. What the name is? Yeah. What, what's our quarterback now? Yeah. Oh, uh, uh Matt. Yeah, Matt Ryan. Right. Matt Ryan. It is time to start over. Fire the coat, gentleman, the quarterback. Time to start over. I agree. I agree, bro. I do <laughs> agree. 
And and, and as Trey we Julio, as we tape the Trey podcast, Julio, Trey Julio, and Trey Julio, while we can get get some fun, yeah. And you know what? Three, let me let me say got, this: he got, three, he got three more good years in. What I was going to say is, I get the fact that these guys have not had a preseason, okay? But when I look around the league and I look at, it just always seems to me that Atlanta always has the most injuries, and I don't know if that's strength and conditioning. You understand what I'm saying? You got to. I don't see any other team in the league with as many injuries right now. Well, the Cowboys just lost their quarterback. Oh, Dax is out. Dax for the season. Dax is gone. He he he. And when you leave on a cart and he's crying, you can never see him crying. Yeah. But you know, Roger Starback left on a cart. (laughs) I'm not saying he's done. I'm done. He's done for this season, though. (laughs) Damn. Okay. All right. All right, y'all. Hey, you know what? You know what time it is, Tanya B. Here we go. You know, I didn't come here to preach to you today. Here's your inspirational moment with Vi. Go ahead, Vi. Hey, this is dedicated to all number 45, Mr. Trump. Humility. How does one show true humility? Humility is a very elusive character trait, yet the Bible regarded as a highly important quality. Jesus referred to himself as humble and gentle heart. It boils down to an underestimate of ourselves before God. Romans 12, 3, don't think you're better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourself, measuring yourself by the faith God has given us. In other words, don't think too much of yourself. All right. There you go, man. They told me not to sing this week. <laughs> this is just let you do your inspiration and not sing. <laughs> All right, I'm saying, hey, man. There you go, man. Know your, like I said, know your word. Yeah, absolutely. Don't don't think too much of yourself. Do you really think he's going to listen? Huh? Would he listen to you? He no, because he's always saying he everything he does, he's the greatest. Yeah. Now he's, now he's immune to COVID. But you know what? He's got Paula White up in there. She can slap. Some, I'm gonna slap somebody. Dang. Anybody think anything he does? Yeah. He, it's the greatest. Yeah. Think about it. He had COVID. Mm-hmm. He's beat it. He's already out there on day ten. Yeah. There's no humility. And he had it. <laughs> day no 10. humility. <laughs> and he feel better than he was 20 years ago. Yeah. He Allegedly. Feel- he feels better now. He not. He feels better than he was yeah. before he had COVID. Mm. So. Allegedly, mm. <laughs> we gonna send this tape to Paula White. All right, there you go. Tanya B, you got anything you know to close out the podcast with? Any any thoughts? Oh, she gone. <laughs> Tanya B, to turn the mic off. I'm about. I, I had to run in the kitchen. Uh, sorry. Uh, any thoughts? Um, you know, I just again, I I really uh, respect, and I think it, it's something that we should. Think about every couple of months, just some some black mental matters and some health tips and just remind people it's okay not to be okay. It's okay, you know, to speak your truth, because the more you hold it in, the worse, you know, like anything else, it's internal and it manifests. So I would just really encourage, encourage, no matter whether man, woman, chick, child, whether you're 660 or 96, you know, it's okay to get help. It's okay to say, I don't feel right. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is. Absolutely. And as hey, a black man, mm-hmm. we need to stop it. As a black man, we need to stop thinking it's weak yeah. to uh, the best of it yeah. you need help. And you know what I would say? You know, you show, I think you show more strength, especially with men, but just with people in general, you show more strength by being, I guess, transparent and being real about it. You know, I'd respect somebody more who would come forth and say, I'm struggling with whatever it is, you know, and I think people would probably, you know, rally around you, and that that village would come there and lift you up, lift you up while they still hold you down, you know. And it's okay. So again, I just like to thank our guest um, this week, um, and Sister McKeever is just she's just in control. Yeah. Give it up. He did that. Yeah, absolutely. And not not that um, I want to say. Um, Vince. The voice, Vince, the voice reminded me. Remember the actor Calvin Lockhart? <laughs> that was in uh, yeah. Uptown Saturday Night. He reminded me of him. But anyway, you no. Know, all jokes aside, you know, uh, you know, people, please, um, you know, don't fight the funk. Don't fake the funk. It's okay. Yeah, I agree. And I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, next week with Carl Banks. And by the way, uh, in the the uh, promo that we run, it said he's not two times. 
Super Bowl champ, but we're going to have two times the giveaway. So we'll have more than just one winner. So you still have time to go enter the win, people. Go enter the win. Um, interestingly enough, I was on Cross website and guess what's on sale? What's Falcons that? gear. Okay, I'm done. Oh, <laughs> another dagger to the heart. With that said, <laughs> no, no, no gear for me. They got to earn that. Yeah, I agree. With that said, y'all. <laughs> Episode 54 is in the can, and we are out of here. Peace. Time for, Peace. Time for dinner. Yes. All right. You've been listening to the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. The G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.